Get Into Gate, episode 243, talking Stargate SG-1. Mitch here, Maddie joining me tonight. Yow. Brendan. Hey, uh, I hate we're. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. You know what? Everything checks out so checks far. Out. <laughs> Tick. Um, if we were reading the transcript of this podcast, no problem so far. That, of course, is not Brendan. Uh, but, Craig, you are back. Hello. Welcome. Thanks, mate. Thank you for having me. I didn't think it had been that long since you'd been here until we walked uh, in through uh, downstairs to uh, go to the elevator. And you're like, oh, the lift's working. I'm like, bro, that's been working. Oh, my God, it's been that yeah, long. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, last time it's you came along, you had to work for it and walk up three flights of stairs. Yeah, and my knees uh, yeah. survived, I guess. So. Yeah. No, good man. Well, thank you for coming back, knowing that you were going to have to do exercise. And then you bloody didn't. Yeah, look, <laughs> I'm dedicated yeah. to the cause. Yeah, look, um, it, was a, it was a late uh, organization of this uh, record time because, obviously, if you listen Listening live, uh, we've had a, a you know we had a, a, a an old Patreon episode got two weeks ago because um, we uh, we weren't able to have a, a fresh yet hashtag blame Mitch and um, <laughs> like oh we've got to go throw out something and we threw out you know one of our old favourites that was uh, an exclusive uh, Patreon uh, over a year ago another quiet one last week and then uh, yeah look we threw out out and um, you know Brendan hey he's a busy man he's a family guy as well and uh, lo and behold he can't just drop everything uh, when I ask him questions to because apparently I'm very demanding and that's me <laughs> saying that yeah. so I uh, apologise to him not being here but I dare say maybe as we go on and talk about this I feel like maybe I don't want to be here either because like I watched this weeks ago in anticipation for our record a couple of weeks ago. And now that I'm thinking about this episode, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. If it's not only about Vala, it's about Vala not even knowing she's Vala and about Vala trying to remember that she's Vala. And do you know know the best part about it is going into this episode, I was like, oh, this is the episode where Vala loses her memory. Mm. Wrong episode. I was thinking of the other episode this season where Vala loses her memory. So you've got another one to come. You've got another one to come, mate. So I I actually don't think it's that bad of an episode. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for coming in. Uh, we'll Did see I forget you, to mention I hate weird? Next week. <laughs> yeah, no, look, in fairness, because it, it has been a couple of weeks and it's not just me trying to be funny about this episode, but I feel like I have forgotten a lot about what happened. Uh, and that's not to upset um, uh, Jacob with a K out there. No, Jacob with a C. Jacob. 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 Yeah, Restart Jacob. Jacob. Sorry, like. Jacob with a K is our good part friend. Part of the team. Yeah, Absolutely part of, part of the team. He's our uh, LA correspondent, Correct. in fact, of of the podcast. So three star Jacob. Yeah. Um, it's not that I didn't watch it. I very much watched it. Yeah. I just it just well he didn't... doesn't like it when you don't pay attention. But I think it's fair if you can if you can watch it and then have forgotten. Mm. Well, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. Right. Do uh do we have a synopsis? You know what I did? I did mm-hmm. have in I've had them in my car. The two box oh, sets. Here we go. Let's, in the back of my car for the last couple of years. Elevators working. Let's yeah. No, no, they're not in my car anymore because oh. my daughter getting her out of her her seat yesterday. She's throwing a tantrum Blame and she's just like year throwing year herself to the floor of the car, refusing to get out and just thrashing around. I'm like, leave my DVDs alone. <laughs> that's a. What do we call? It? What's the what? Are the, what are the big box sets called? What do we call those bad boys? Oh, the thick boys. We were joking, boys, yeah, calling them. Boys. Yeah. I'm like, don't hurt my thick boy. And she didn't know what I was saying, so I removed it from from her person. So the neighbours didn't hear you screaming. <laughs> They're very Christian. I don't yeah, know what yeah, they yeah. would think. So, well, I don't have it. Uh, that's the long answer to say that. So oh, We'll have to go off IMDb, I guess. Yeah, let's now go I guess, Now I guess three-star KKB is going to have an issue with you. Oh, no. He's going to be like, you had one job. Or you could deep dive and... Uh, d- I'll speak English. We'll save it in the edit. You could dive deep and go for a picture off of Google and find the DVD box set, maybe. It sounds like way too many I think, clicks. I think there, Holly. Holly, Holly from Lonnie knows quite well we don't Google things. No. She's even even halfway through that she's like those lazy shits aren't doing that. I say every time I've been in here we've Googled things. 
Nah. <laughs> no, don't don't tell us. Anybody our secrets, mate. Yeah, you can. Edit I, it out. I I still ask Jeeves. I don't even Google. All right. Well, as far as <laughs> ask ask Jeeves what Google is. Yeah. Uh, Memento Mori, Mori or Morai. Morai. Yeah. Morai. Memento Morai. I think it's a, I think it's a ZZPM situation. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll never take over ZZPM on this show. Nah. But uh, okay. Oh, sorry. The f- pictures is flicking through, and Cam Mitchell handcuffed uh, while on a bed. I'd forgotten yeah, about that was. lovely image. Hey. There you go. Oh, a little bit of brown sugar going wow. on there, Cam. I like. Vala is kidnapped by agents of the trust who are trying to find an ancient treasure when an accident causes her to forget who she is. You know, even though he's not here, I can hear Brennan's eye rolling <laughs> at the mention of the trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just the trust, Lucian Alliance, and then in a uh, a very like close-ish sort of third is um from SGA. Oh, Genai? the Janai. The Janai. The Janai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three groups of people that we can't wait to not see Ooh. more of. Maybe there's a there's a there's probably like a game in there somewhere with that, like mm. a like a Mary Kill situation or something like yeah, that. Okay. Like those three mm. that we could get Brenna to do or. Mm-hmm. Or like some kind of you like you like the sports stuff, some kind of weird table where he's yeah, got like yeah. choose. Between... I like how you try there with the sports stuff. You know, <laughs> what about us before we came in? We're talking about the Super Bowl, and Maddie let us go on for about eight minutes, and he's like, "I liked when that player did that thing." Yeah, <laughs> and when we're talking about like the Super Bowl, the only one to be decided by overtime, and just like the way it's like with three seconds to go, all the drama, the comebacks, back to back champions, the first time in twenty years, and Maddie's like, "Yeah, that thing was awesome that that guy did." <laughs> I didn't. Even, I, to contribute. I didn't even watch the the halftime show this year. Normally, oh, wow. I normally at least tune in for the halftime. I actually show. thought the halftime show was terrible. <laughs> I, I heard. No, I, heard. I I didn't mind it, but Maddie, you will hate. Uh, you know what? It, it, maybe you can blame the NFL, but because it's an Apple Music halftime show, you oh, can always really blame know. Apple. Yeah. You try. It's a it's a twelve minute. I think it was a twelve or thirteen minute mm. show. Mm. You try and watch that on YouTube. Mm. There's like at least three. I think maybe there was four ad breaks. He'd be in the middle of a. Straight into baby cucumber ads. Well, and then, you I've, know, got, come... I've got YouTube Premium, so oh, yeah. I was to say, I thought wow. you, would, I thought you would have been the type of person that would be no. YouTube Premium. Mate. No, it works. See, the thing is, is they gave me that free month. Yeah, and then it expired, mm. and I went back to having ads and not being able to listen to podcasts through YouTube with my screen locked. Mm. And then I went, oh, okay, I'm going to pay the sixteen. It is actually that if I ever have to just listen to something on mm. YouTube and I want to lock my phone or go to different apps, it's like, oh. Yeah. If you paid a little more, you could do that. I'm like, or well, put an ad blocker on. Well, you know. We <laughs> I'm not into illegal activity. That's yeah, not we, illegal activity. As, it as, sounds as illegal. As you know, <laughs> as people adjacent to the entertainment industry and have friends and family in the entertainment yeah. industry. And we, do you know where you are, mate? You're in a commercial yeah, radio we like studio. To make sure people well, you, can, you can't exactly put you an know. ad blocker on live radio, can we, you? <laughs> don't give yeah, them the idea or I will be out of the job. <laughs> Um, no, obviously, obviously, we supported the SAG strike. Uh, <laughs> I mean, unlike Craig, unlike Craig. No, hey, I pay for my Netflix. <laughs> yes, you pay for your ad blocker subscription. No, too. that's free. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I just sit there. We were doing uh, budgeting at home a couple of months ago, and I'm sitting there and like, Brendan, you'd be happy about this, like an Excel spreadsheet. Excellent. I like right? how you looked to Brendan then. When he, I yeah, feel that here. he's there, right? Yeah. You know, and, he's here in spirit, and having to write down like all the things that you know, like all the different bills, great, and and school yeah. fees and every, you know, petrol. Things that are coming out, and then it was down to like you know the extra stuff and subscriptions, and it's like the OnlyFans. Net- <laughs> that's top. Why, why are you paying fifty bucks? Yeah, one person in particular. It's like Netflix. Okay, great. Paramount Plus. Okay, Amazon Prime. Yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, Dan. binge. So I oh, stand. I get for free. Yeah. Um, Apple. Well, Apple. I mean, yes. I mean, 
binge I get for free because I use your one. <laughs> you <Sorry>. lose mine. <laughs> I only had. I, should, I feel like I should be throwing you five bucks a month for. All... I think I. I think I spam like three of your um different. Uh, yeah. No, that's. Accounts, I know. That's so. why I also need to have a separate Excel spreadsheet. Again, Brendan, mm. this is where I need you to work out. Okay, from my Netflix, um, I've got the leeches. Right, I need the leech yeah. folder. Oh. Maddie's le- uh, one of my leeches. From Just my to binge interrupt account. you, yeah, the the MVP that Mitchell is, he went to go and watch something on binge a few months ago couldn't because the maximum number of streams have <laughs> been reached from the amount of times he's giving it to other people. So what does he do? He ups his subscription to the next tier so that he's got a few more screens per thing so that he can watch on his own damn subscription. That just feels like you're buying friendships. <laughs> <laughs> and the two people that we're watching streaming, are, are two of my better friends in the world and uh, even still I'm like, I must not risk them losing me. <laughs> Now, mind you, on, on, at the same time, now I was paying like say, say it was like sixteen bucks a month for those two screen limits. There was a deal going through Telstra, mm-hmm. Great phone people. provider. If well, you're outside okay of Australia, people. yeah, okay, people. I'm depending, with Telstra. Just fine. depending where you are, people. Um, mm. Great coverage though across Australia, obviously. And it was like, hey, for binge, you could get it for the next twelve months for like my or whatever my package is for like five dollars a month, as opposed to sixteen. And it was going to be for two, I think only two screens. I'm like, got to go for that i've got to go for that but then it was the exact same day where three of us were trying to watch two screens and i'm like no i'll go to 18 bucks a month I'm like, <laughs> you know how many times that will ever happen probably never again. yeah yeah, yeah. like what are the chance i think it was like something massive had dropped you were watching something fresh the other mate was yeah. watching something fresh and i was going to watch something else like it was a big day big release day yeah. it'll never happen again. i do feel like i need to like paypal you five bucks once a month just for all the different subscriptions well, I, that I, I did cancel my binge subscription so yeah. i could jump in there yeah, yeah we'll, you know. we'll, 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 in, the water's fine we'll, we'll go <laughs> quarterly yeah maddie will give you my login details yeah. for one more uh you know back to stuff Look, directed by Peter DeLuise, which was a surprise to yes, me, indeed. reading this, even after like the amount of episode that had played out by the end of those credits, because it didn't seem like a Peter DeLuise episode. Mm. And then come the end, I'm like, if you had have told me at the end of this, like if it, like, it was all a joke and that they'd put that in there as a gag, I would have went, oh, that makes sense. Now, of course it wasn't one, because it did not feel like a Peter DeLuise yeah. episode. And he's at, been, he's I don't think at while. any stage. Yeah, right? So His, his last ap- episode was Arthur's Mantle, which was wow. um, Carter and Cam Invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. he appear in the episode like he usually does? He, I don't think so. He did. He did. It's Where? a very blinking new visit. It's the very, very opening shot, the establishing shot of the diner before mm-hmm. we even get to Vala. Is he in there? He's the customer exiting the diner in the like the well, first second and a half I of was the looking. episode. I was looking and I couldn't see him. I didn't see it either until he mentioned it in the audio commentary. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I was like, you cheeky bastard. Sneaky there you Pete. are. You got it. Well That's the good thing about owning the DVDs, though. You do get to listen to the 100%. Commentary. 100%. Yeah. The fat boys, as we the call them. The fat boys. <laughs> like them real thick and juicy. Juicy. Yeah. There's um, actually some fantastic... I wish uh, you'd been on Watch Mitch, like you and Brennan in particular, as like the, the movie nerds. The special features was great. It was like there was a whole 15-minute thing on like this um like car rig they had for the for the bike chase mm. and just all this movie magic stuff and cuz you know what Peter DeLuise is like he loves doing his physical sort of stuff and it just so much like just nerdy just sweaty movie shit yeah. that I'm just like oh you guys really need to watch this there and maybe was... that's where he like gets to his DeLuise-nesses out there is that it's not 
a comedy episode. It's not supposed to be a funny episode. Mm. So he gets to okay, I'm going to stretch my filmmaking muscles a little bit and, yeah. and bring in some cranes and some and some great. You well, know, when they did the the big final battle in the one of the many warehouses in this episode, <laughs> and there's like a guy that gets shot and he does like a, a back backward flip off the top of the container mm. and lands on a bunch of pallets in the dust. That was actually the stuntman who came up with that and said, oh, I can do a one and a half. So he like completely rescheduled the entire day mm. so that they could work work out this particular stunt so they could get it all done in a... Um, uh, in, in Like in the day and get it all done physically. And then it cuts to him like in like the um, control room in Stargate doing a piece to camera and explaining the difference between like a wide angle lens and a close up. So it's like he's sitting in his chair and like moving his finger towards the, <laughs> the tip of the camera yeah. to show you the difference on when it's wide angle and stuff. Oh, it was so good. Speaking about falling off, stuntman falling off high places to hit, you know, pallets, whatever. We've all seen Reacher season two at this point. I right? certainly have. Was it episode two and the cinder blocks? That's all I'll say. Oh, oh we'll never look at those things the same mm, way again. Yeah. Involved in the fight and then they very much ended the fight. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was prepared for so violence, good. but Jesus Christ. And you know me, I've usually got a very low tolerance for that kind of stuff. Mm. Like, I'm not that kind of... You re- like... I don't enjoy that, but... The, the, especially this show really shouldn't be... It's about this big macho guy and he is an, an army guy and he's, he's about muscles and weaponry and trying to be bigger, tougher and more um, ammoed up than the other guy. Yeah, he's like the, the just ultimate alpha yeah. kind of guy. And yeah. not only through his actions, but the, the, the dialogue looks to the camera a lot and goes, this guy is amazing. He is the ultimate man. Don't you wish that you were him? Like, all every eight minutes they tell you how amazing the yeah. lead character is. But you really like this show, which I'm glad show. about because I really so do good. too. Yeah, Because yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't just rely on the... I'm going to solve everything with my fists. Yeah. He can... He's like a good good guy, Bane. He's intelligent yeah. as well as just being this physical. Yeah, he's like, he will solve it. Honestly. He will solve it with logic. You know what? And during all this, Units. I'm going to keep going on little tangents here, but like during the first few episodes that were coming out and people just start, like, I'm sure it's happened before, but because of just how insanely massive this guy is and because mm. he's intelligent, he's an investigator, he's doing detective work and people start, like, fan casting and, like, doing photoshops of him as the new DCU Batman. I'm like, it we, we could do worse. We could, we could do, do worse. worse. I mean, maybe he's a little big for my Batman, but I, yeah. I would still enjoy, I but, would like to see it. Yeah. Yeah, but like you, I watch him do some of that stuff. And I'm like, I because of your size, I believe that you do that. Like, mm. I, again, no spoilers. The end of the season finale, and when he catches up to the T1000, the way that he does it, I'm like, that's the most Batman thing you could have done. Mm, yeah. It's it like a little bit of an audition, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if not, we'll take him in a future Stargate project. And it wouldn't so. be the first yeah. time he's played a DC superhero. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is true. Yeah. Anyway, did anyone notice who the dude in the diner? The owner of the diner was, and what other show he's been. That was before. Donna's dad. From, yeah, Donna that's, from that seventy show. show. Oh, what? Yeah. So, so it was Saul's diner, but his name yeah. was Sal. Yeah. But yeah, he's Donna's dad from yeah. that seventy show. Yeah, that the guy with the, yeah, with the fro. No, no, I I look. I'm looking at him, and I'm yeah. like, I know, I know this yeah. guy. But it wasn't even like if I sit here for the next five minutes, I will remember. It's just oh, like one of those things. Like Don Don Stark or something. I can't I remember no his name. Idea. I can't remember his real name. But yeah, I just I just well, I thought it was we're quite consulting funny. IMDb again. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny given that you know the oh. amount the amount of times I've played the the Kelso that seventy show burn audio on this on this podcast. <laughs> And then we finally get a character from that 70s show on the show. Oh my it. God, he does look different depending on what type of hairstyle yeah, he has. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Holy hell. Well, like the dude the dude that was in Stranger Things who's just been cast as Johnny Storm. 
Oh yeah. I didn't put oh, two, yeah. I didn't put those together when I saw the picture of the guy. I'm like, who is that guy? And they had to Google him. And then when I saw him from Stranger mm. Things with his big eighties wig, I was if like, you put, oh, it's yeah. that guy. What was his name in Stranger Things? Um, oh, zero chance. Steve-o, me right? Sure. Whatever. You know, I don't know. <laughs> there is another Steve. I'm mm. forgetting. But yeah, if you put him there. From Stranger Things, and then you put him as Joseph Quinn, his actual real life person. I'm like, well, pick the guy from Stranger Things. That guy's a nerd. Don't put him in there. He can't, <laughs> he can't be Johnny Storm. And I'm like, oh my god, that's what, the same guy. Can Pedro Pedro Pascal be in anything else? Like, how does this man have any time on his hands? What is he about to? Is it Gladiator Two? I think he's also going to yeah. be in. They just finished yeah, shooting that. And he's going to be like in it too. He may he's, as well lead the next franch- series. He's got more franchises than Thanos has. <laughs> Like uh, well, Infinity well, of Stones, course, right? What uh, what franchise did he start out in back in two thousand? Did he? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? Did he really? Yeah, he was a he just it was a walk on role of a of another um uh college uh what do you call it freshman mm. on Buffy's first day of college. And then he got bitten by a vampire. Jesus, you were so, oh, my finger hovering over the that one button. <laughs> we need a page. It's just like Star Trek ones, Buffy ones. What's the boat one? Um, Seep Seep Troll, Troll, the boat, the boat one. one. What's the boat blue the boat one? one? Gilmore Girls, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I need my own page for Lord of the Rings and exactly, Marvel and Star yeah. Wars. Don't get me wrong. Um, this episode, right? Well, so, just if uh, just because I I got I cut it, so it may mm-hmm. as well be here. This is a little bit just on all the stunt stuff we were talking about before we got derailed. Um, this is Peter DeLuise, obviously one of the best fucking directors that Stargate's ever had. Him and Martin Wood, I think, are MVPs. Um, talking with uh, the bike rider, who like the, the stunt bike rider, who's apparently one of the best in the country. I don't understand the difference. Uh, one is just smooth going through. The other one is kind of, he's hesitating, he's going for the next one. He's stopping, he's staying in the lane for a second, then he's darting in. Uh, whichever looks cool. <laughs> Here I was about to say, I don't know that I can understand what he's saying, but it doesn't. Peter DeLuise tells you, it doesn't matter what he's saying. Yeah, it was basically just him just being like, how do you want me to weave through the traffic? Do you want me to do it this way or this way? And mm. he's like, I don't know the difference. So he explains it and he just goes, whichever one's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and there would be so much, like, you sit there and you watch things, and I'm sure there are so many stunts, movies and TV, that are just and that have to be so heavily planned and to be executed, you know, to within an inch, you know. But otherwise, you know, you're risking lives and all that sort of stuff. But then there would be those moments on set. And, you know, hey, Brendan here, I'd be throwing it back to, like, our days in, as teenagers making home movies and shit, pretending like we were making action films. And we would just do not necessarily anything that made sense to the story or the, even the scene that we were in. It was like, what could be cool, like, right now, where we're standing, What's the best thing that we could possibly do? And if it's mm. jumping off the second story into the pool, cool. Why is there a pool in the back in the bad guy's lair? Doesn't matter. Jump in the pool from the second story. So I like the Delaware's, even though he's 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 producing television. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Just make it cool. Yeah, whatever's yeah, cooler. Yeah. Okay. The George Lucas version. Do it again, but cooler. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. he's putting his own twist on it. So that actually was like a, a, a handy little chase, I thought. Like you know, for as short as it was and sort of yeah. as you know, as minimally impactful as what it was. I'm... Well given that on a TV show budget they had to have like a rolling barricade like blocking off like an entire section of like a highway mm. in, mm. in Vancouver to then like do the stunt once, then let traffic go, loop back around on the off ramp and then back around and then do it again. Mm. Like mm. that would cost a fortune yeah. for them to do that for such a little section mm. and then the uh the car flip amazing like the way they shot it like when that the car you would swear that car rolled like rolled and mm. rolled, mm. And rolled. <laughs> it it did a 180 it just flipped once onto its roof and that's it but because he shot it from so many different oh, angles right. it made it he look was like able it to use rolled it, yeah. and rolled and rolled and excellent because all they had was that i forget the name of it uh where it's just like 
there's just that pylon like in the passenger seat that yeah. just as they're driving, it just bangs down and just shoots like half the car up. Yeah. Like a hydraulic ram yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And it's like I think they call it a log or something like that. But yeah, it's just a hydraulic thing that just pushes it. And then it's like if they, they freeze frame it and if you look really closely when you see the car begin its flip, you see this big giant hydraulic like telephone pole yeah. pushing it up as it's come out of like the passenger seat of the car. Of this fake thing. So there's so much like just like movie shit in there that yeah, I love. That's so like I was, a, a TV budget just for a weekly nothing episode. I was about to say that I wonder whether Deloise looked back on that even the week after or now, 20 years after or whatever, looks back on that episode and can be like, God, there was some really like budgetary filmmaking yeah. greatness in there. And like and the, one of the great things is always, you know, Jaws in, in uh, with Spielberg is that the thing was it would break all the time so they couldn't actually use it. But then mm. that turned into more tension or um, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez, El Mariachi, the one that they kind of remade but also made a sequel to with, with Desperado. And they had the gun. They made that, that movie for like, I think $10,000 or something crazy. But like whenever they would fire a gun, they had blanks in there, but the blanks would, and you would be able to correct me on what type of gun or blanks or whatever, Craig. But <laughs> whenever they would fire this thing, yeah, there'd be like a, a muzzle flash or whatever, but then the gun would jam. So in the editing, you'd see the, 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 the flare go off and then it would cut to you know someone getting shot, and they would the sound effects would yeah. whatever, and then it would cut back to someone else. He'd turn around, point the gun another way, the flash would go off, cut. Someone would be going getting shot, the sound effects would be going off, and you watching it, you're like, oh, they're holding a little machine gun in their hands. Uh, but no, that that gun would yeah. jam after every single shot. That's because wow. it is a blank, and yeah. so the reason for that is that when a bullet goes down the barrel, yeah. On a machine gun, or a don't do that with your finger. Rock. Don't put one finger into a hole oh, in the other yeah. hand. Like when you when you oh, do that, or just like that's on all cameras. That's us now we can Delaware's that and make it look like you do that fifty-seven <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either way, uh, in the barrel there's a small hole which goes into a gas tube. Um, when you actually have a proper bullet go down, it's creating that extra pressure, which mm. is enough to push the working parts to cycle it. Right. Because there's nothing doing that, there's the gas just escapes straight out the barrel. Yeah, okay. Right? So you don't get the reciprocation. Um, mm. Two things. One, just on a side note, until this moment, I'm not sure I knew that Desperado was a sequel. Mm. Oh, which, really? At which point I'm now adding that to my list of movies where they ask you, oh, name a movie where the sequel's better than the original. <laughs> Desperado. <laughs> the dude with the freaking big cello case rocket launcher. Yeah. Get <laughs> That is the greatest thing I ever saw as a kid. Well, we would... I wanted to be that guy. The way he like got down on one leg, I'm like, that is the coolest motherfucker in the entire world. Before we hit record, we were talking about shows or movies that like where they kind of you know t- some TV shows that they turn into a movie and they will. It's kind of a sequel if you want it to be, but it's also a remake with a better budget. I think that's mm. the. I haven't seen those movies in a hundred years, but like, yeah, he made El Mariachi for like you know a lunch, you know, money's um, worth of budget, and then Desperado comes along, got a lot more, mm. and it, you can watch and it as a sequel, but it's also kind of yeah, mm. and like, oh man, that, yeah, no, oh, mm. oh yeah, stop mm. it, okay. Uh, and uh, two, yeah. <laughs> you guys are talking about bullets. Another one, a little back. Uh, behind the scenes movie magic things is Peter DeLuise let us know about how they did some of the um, bullet hits during the um, trust battle. Paintballs are a great fast way of getting bullet hits on stuff without uh, a a lot of time consuming wiring and rewiring. They take a paintball, a normal paintball that uh, shell, and they put zirconium and and other uh, debris in there that cause it, when it impacts it, it creates a spark. There's no hole there. Uh, but if you hit metal with the zirkball, it looks like the, the metal sparking. 
Mm. It's also less paperwork than actually shooting people. Yeah. Well, and also, like, obviously, you have to set up squibs and all that kind of stuff. Shout out to the production of Rust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too soon, Brendan. Jesus. Wow. You can't say that yet. I mean, awful, awful accident. But, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Even with that, with the, the... no one because like, how can we be still using real guns on set? And it kind of doesn't make sense, but then it's it, they're it's, all real guns, right? Yeah, all you know, like, yeah, you know, live live ammo and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but you know, guns don't look like guns on screen, you know, sort of like it's that thing. It's like, well, you have to use it to be real, but then mm. yeah, do you? I don't know. It's yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Bella, you know, Delaware's found if, a good way to do it. And you know, if if you have to cast uh, you know gay men to play gay men in television, well then you have to use a real gun if you're going to use a real. <laughs> You can't have it both ways, guys. <laughs> Either you let straight men play gay roles yeah. or you, people get shot on set. That's, you know? <laughs> oh, that's And that's what the anti-woke know, agenda has equality. to say today. Yeah, these woke... <laughs> <laughs> I had to fill the, fill the void from Brendan. Got to say woke at least one episode. That's a great... Ga- I'm, I've never heard that before, Maddie. Like, I just came up with that on the spot. Man. No, that's brilliant. Occasionally so, we get... Flashes of brilliance. Every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Not it from we, my chair, mate. We saw brilliance when the world was asleep. Did you know that that car that uh, got flipped was actually Cooper's? I just completely made that up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I hope he was in it. You know what? That would have made the idea of Deloise directing this episode yeah, exactly, so better. much more believable. Well, he's, he's, Is it Robert? he's just ah. like, we need a car to flip. That one. I drive one of those. I think the reason there's so much action in this is because Peter Deleuze looked at the script and went, how the f*** am I supposed to make this? I'm going to have to put a lot of action in here so people actually watch this heaping pile of crap. Do you think we have too many warehouse fights? No, not enough. No. No. Same warehouse from last season too. Like that, Mm. the warehouse we... There's only so many warehouses We got one village and one warehouse. We just keep redressing Literally, we invaded it back in Affinity... When the trust were getting after Tilk's girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally the same building. <laughs> yeah. And then we we um uh invade like two um warehouses in this episode. It's the same warehouse, just the other side. <laughs> like I'm all for movie magic, but come on guys. Maybe they just used their camera phone and flipped it to the other camera so it looked backwards. <laughs> Why does the trust only have warehouses? <laughs> They're cheap. Oh, <laughs> Does my head in? Bit of Absolutely foreshadowing in this in. episode. Tavala's other memory episode. No, no. no. What? Uh, the the Daniel and Vala thing. A little bit of yes. Now I was chatting with someone the other day who is doing a first watch of Stargate. And spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't seen Unending. There's a moment in Unending. You've seen Unending, haven't you, Mitch? That's the finale. Is yeah, the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I the fact that all... you had to ask that question. No, but I'm like, <laughs> it seems like the, I've, I forgot the title of yeah. it, but I like I yeah. think about that episode quite a lot. Every, every time I hear, every time I hear, um, Credence, uh, Cre- yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't hear that song without thinking of that. Oh, episode. A thousand percent. Without yeah. seeing Mitchell go nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they didn't buy a certain moment in Unending. They're like, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. It doesn't fit. And it's like you watch the ending of this scene and you go. Oh, there's the groundwork right there. Yeah, right. absolutely. That's, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and I like that about yeah, this episode. I buy it. Yeah, yeah I absolutely buy it. So, uh, especially when we were talking about last SG One episode with Daniel opening up to Vala about Share, mm. which is something we all thought happened sort of off screen, and then suddenly there it is, him really opening up to her about that. So yeah, they really are building a um a close bond. Mm. Charlotte yeah. Mayfield's back. Oh, the the, the, the rain tra- to train runner. Yeah, is this? <laughs> So do we... You're welcome, Brendan. Yeah. I was curious. Do we think then, was she a Gua Wold 
back when we first met her? Yes. When, or has she been Gawulbified? No, she's in between. Because at no point did we see like an eye flash. I back. reckon she's been ghouled the whole time. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion either way. I'm just curious. We're in a podcast, so I'm just, mm. you know. Right. What does everyone else throwing think? ideas out? Yeah, yeah. send no, us a I, message. I th- I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah. I, I think I would say cool the whole time. Well, do you think though that maybe Bar was just like auditioning her? So he's like, well, mm. well there's five bars here. There we, was five bars auditioning. Where, her. Yeah, where, yeah, we're going to run the train <laughs> on Charlotte Mayfield, and then if she can hold up against five bars at once, do we then implant her to keep her around? Because we've got to keep that body fresh. Five bars with ten balls. Pre- well, assuming maybe you know. <laughs> um. But it's like, you know, if they got to keep, if, they, if they're enjoying, they've got to keep that body fresh. And it's like if five bars are running the train on just a normal human, I mean, that's going to be like a hot dog down a hallway pretty quick. Yeah, so she's healing pretty quick, I guess. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. If she was human, then were they auditioning her and then say, okay, we need to keep this fresh. We need to lock, we need to keep, <laughs> I can see Mitch's brain ticking. This is myself from this part of the podcast. <laughs> if we put a girl in her... That's going to give her long life, and that's going to make her a little bit stronger to handle the poundings. Um, you know, just food Matthew, for thought. Food for thought, guys. From you? Just Like I said, I'm trying to fill the Brennan void. I'm trying to fill the Brennan void. Just as like the gar- bars we're trying to fill. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're filling yeah. the Charlotte's void. voids. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Is this, no, how many more times do we see her after this, though? Maybe once? Maybe once, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we get a lot of resolution. Because what do they say? She's Athena. They've decided yeah, Athena, she's Athena yeah. in this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I did write that down. Yeah, and obviously this is the introduction of the Clavithosaurus Infinitus. I'm just proud I got that. Oh, out. Oh, so the silence was deafening then. Yeah, I thought Mitchell would at least you know praise me for getting that correct. Like, and but I guess uh, I guess he's still processing all the Charlotte stuff. I'm just looking. For, other than this is all I've got. Like, you know, I was going to look for like a. <laughs> this is the equivalent of the, of the clap like, or something. This is maybe? the equivalent of the group chats that Mitch are in when we. We just communicate exclusively via a meme and GIF. Mm. And it's like, Mitch has got nothing to say, so he's going to send me an audio meme. What? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, What's got this a... buzzer do? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't touch that. Don't touch it. Um, what do you think Teal'c said to the trust dude? Maybe he was he was he was gonna do to him what Baal was doing oh, to Charlotte Mayweather. <laughs> He's like, you get to spend the rest of eternity in this room with me. Yeah, and my and I be f-ing. you're you're gonna meet my symbiote and remember that I'm on Tritonin, <laughs> so I don't have. And you know, usually with with scenes like that, I I don't like it because I'm like, oh, that's just lazy writing in a sense mm. that I'm like, can't, can't you show us what they said? like? Come up with something creative, a threat, but somehow, some why, because it's Tilk. I bu- I'm, it doesn't matter what he said. Yeah. It's only that guy's reaction that matters. So you guys know yeah. the show How I Met Your Mother, right? Mm. Yeah. So in an episode of that, when Lily was pregnant in real life, right, they told a j- so Barney told a joke to her and he whispered it in her mm. ear. We never heard it as an audience. <laughs> mm. We actually got to find out what the joke was. Mm. The actual joke was, what is the difference between peanut butter and jam? And he's like, mm. I can't peanut butter my <laughs> up here. <laughs> There's some great versions of that. Um, what, <laughs> literally, I was Jake, Jacob and I were sending jokes like that back to each other the other day. Um, was that Muttley? Well, yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? You can't hear an enzyme. <laughs> um, what's the <laughs> what? <laughs> what's 
what's what's the difference between a legume and a chickpea? I've never paid a legume on my face. <laughs> hey! I went to play and it was going to be this. <laughs> no, that's how we throw to the Charlotte Mayweather You're right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. also got this ready for you, but this is I've put this on my wall permanently. We haven't had a, mm. a reason for it for a while. Oh, I can delete that app off my phone you now. You finally can. Yay! <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> hey, some nice bit of continuity I noticed in this episode. Uh, you mentioned it before, Mitchell, uh, when your namesake Cam mm. uh, was uh, chained, uh, handcuffed to the bed. Oh, yes. If you notice on his abdomen, there's still a scar from yeah, Babylon yeah. where mm. he got hit by the Sodan. That is such a cool detail, just little to, detail. Yeah. Like To me, that feels like something. that's something that Ben Browder would mention. Like I feel I was like about to ask, who do you think that is? Yeah. It'd be a Browder or a Deloise. Because did, did Deloise do Babylon? Let me check my name. Oh, he's a bit of a method actor. He went out and actually stabbed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Got into a bar fight. Yeah. A biker bar. Uh, let me just check and see. Babylon director Peter Deloise. God damn it. Hang on. <laughs> well done. So yeah, I, I would put it to either a Deloise or a, um, or a Browder. Would be like, Let's put that scar on. I mean, the continuity people out there in the world are like, that's our job, how dare you? <laughs> but uh, no, like, you know, these people are playing these these so, roles. and like You'll appreciate this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Bauer, 24. Ugh. He, remember the tattoo? Um, that he... I'm sorry, Matthew. <laughs> how very dare. Yes. Remember the tattoo that he got on his arm? Yeah, in, with uh, the Salazar's yep. third. He actually got that tattoo Stop properly. Stop so, Yeah, he did. The actor that's... actually got that. There's two, two, my two biggest pet peeves ever is when someone is holding like a coffee cup, like a travel oh coffee cup. Oh my God, yes. And it's got, it's either empty or got water in it. And I, I don't mind, tell wa- not. I don't mind, wa- well, if it's got no, a lid on it. No, they will, they will do a chug. If it's got a lid, I don't mind that it's got water on it because then the weight is, is, is But proper. they chug it and you have to sip that, like they'll mm. literally get it from a barista. Yeah. And then be chugging yep. it. And it's like, you know that's liquid hot magma. Yeah. What I have a problem is when they have an open, like a, a cappuccino at a cafe, and they like have a sip, and then you can see like an inch deep into that into that cup, and there isn't one little... Nothing. The, the yeah. tide's not going up or down, and that, and that coffee should stain. I'm like, yeah. that's lazy, guys. So that's what I care if an piece. actor spills that shit 17 times in 16 different takes. You fill that yeah. cup up. And my other pet peeve is, yeah, when a character gets a tattoo in the TV show that they don't have in real life and then three seasons later you see him in wearing a sleeveless shirt or something like that and the tattoo's not there. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland got like, the tattoo uh, so he didn't have to him. keep doing it. Respect. Johnny Respect. Depp did that with a bunch of Jack Sparrow's tattoos too, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe the ones like he's got them on his, maybe his wrist, I think. I think he got maybe some. Maybe it's just easier in the end to just yeah. get them permanently and have them covered up for other roles yeah. than have them constantly applied. Yeah. Fun fact about you were talking about the guy that Tilk almost tortured earlier, mm. you will never recognize him because he, he looks so different. He's the pompous red-headed guy from, from Atlantis, the tower. You know, with the weird, like, oh, um, yeah. the, the fancy French yeah. people? Yeah. And he was like the obnoxious brother? Yeah. The, with the redhead, I with did, the pompadour? No, I did not the, recognize the, him as the that. The same, yeah. yeah. Same guy, same yep. actor. Shit. Yeah. I didn't realize they're not until even that far apart. They're either. not like no. the episodes. No, five, five, six episodes ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I guess different shows. So I mean, if friggin' if Nareem can play Weir's boyfriend, yeah, then I guess we can let this guy slide. Very limited genetic gene pool. Mm. Mm. 
very limited actor pool in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, I listen to these episodes back as Thanks, well from mate. the podcast because mm-hmm. you know, Maddie did mention in one of the episodes that I brought up about Vala's uniform as well. And this is where yeah. she officially gets the tiny patch. The little to go tiny on baby her. patches <laughs> because tiny. she's so tiny. Little tiny. Yeah. It's, it's, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's just one of those things you just go, oh. That means, like, she's literally had her patches custom. Like, obviously on the show, it's it's a TV show. It's fine. But it's like, in world, it's like, there are hundreds of people working. We established, what did we establish the other week? There's now 20, 24 SG teams. SG teams. Yeah. 24 times four. That's how many shoulder patches they need. <laughs> They're all just being made one size and just changing the number on them. She got custom custom like half size baby little baby ones to put on her shoulders for like her first mission like and then Chris judges sitting back going why didn't I get bigger ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> here's a like dinner plate size yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh... well overall though like I really didn't mind that as an episode like earth Beyond episodes, yeah, not not too. Bad. I mean, like, yeah, it's fun. It popped up at the start, written by Joe and Paul, so you know it's gonna be an Earthbound yeah. episode. Um, so you know going in, but yeah, I think I like what it sets up. I think the payoff is worth this mm. episode. Of you know, I won't spoil what it is, but it's like the later episodes that this is setting up. I really, really, really enjoy. Um, so it's yeah, it's like what do I say? It's the juice is worth the squeeze at the end. But this, as an episode on its own, it's never an episode where I'm gonna be sitting at home, you know, on a Thursday afternoon and go, I really want to watch Memento Mori. Mm. You know, it's not, it's it, not that. We got to see a little bit of range in like Vala as a character as well. Like, yes, all right, she wasn't exactly herself, but mm. like normally she's that you know fun out there sort of. You know, we got to see a little bit more, more sadness and stuff from her as well, which yeah. I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, it's something Brennan and I, um, you know, harp on a bit. It's like, we know her as Erin Sun. So it's like, we know she's yeah. got that range. So oh, I she guess, does, yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so I guess it's good that people who may have only seen her in Stargate see her as, you know, the diner girl and then see her as the lamest Jason Bourne ever when she, you know, has mm. her, little, her little fight scene at the start there. Um, and yeah, it just gives her a little, bit, a little bit more range. And we got to see Donna's dad. Yeah, and that, that weird, the weird date that Daniel took Vala on. Which wasn't a date. a date. It was a thank you. Like, yeah. come on, man. Okay, but remember, like, so she's been on the team about a week. She's been here on Earth for a few months now. Remember when Tilk couldn't leave the base for like the first four seasons of the <laughs> yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine Tilk being like, "Where is my thank you dinner?" And he's like, "Well, you did shoot my wife." And he's like, "Well, fair <laughs> yeah, that's true." <laughs> Whoopsie. So, I guess that's why Tilk never got his thank you dinner. Yeah, well, I guess she's officially SG one now. So. Yeah, which is good, and it's um oh that's right the the opening credits did they change last week or was it this week? I should have written that down. One, um, one job, Matty. One job, mate. There is an adjustment either this episode or the previous episode, uh, or maybe even the next episode. Uh, the opening credits have changed. So right at the end, it used to be like just the four SG one members walking up the ramp through the Stargate. Mm. Now they kind of, like, Daniel stops and Vala comes running in through, oh, the, yeah. through the door and he, like, grabs her and reefs her up. Right. So the other three walk through first and then he and uh, Daniel and Vala walk through after that. Mm. Just that just that last little yeah. bit at the end of the, end of the opening credits. Mm. Yeah, I think going into this and realising, okay, this is one of the Vala episodes that you were talking about and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. But I also had that one, yeah, is all I know is, oh, her and... The dad. 
or something. You know, it's coming up, and I'm like, they're like, that's one you're not going to like or something. So when oh, I realized it yeah. wasn't that, mm. I was like, oh, this isn't actually that. Yeah. Like, if there's a worse one to come, like I don't know whether it was it was that, and like cause I don't, I can't remember everything that they're necessarily setting up, like you were saying. So yeah. I was taking it as an individual episode and as a Vala episode. And unfortunately, Brendan, as a trust episode. Yeah. But I still didn't come away going, oh, that's the worst piece of shit so far yeah. this season yeah. or anything. So and this is, this was... is episode eight. We've got like 12 episodes to go. Mm. And we still have the Vala Dad episode and the other Vala memory episode to go. That's actually insane, though. There's <laughs> two memory-based ones. Holy and given shit. last season, we had the whole Cam with his um, memory machine yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. So it's a lot, mm. but it's like, it's like, um, Brendan always says, it's like, you know, they're playing catch up with these new characters, trying to, you know, give them more and more and more and more backstory. So we feel as in, in we, we as have to be connected in to them. them yeah. yeah. Invested in them as much as we are as, as you know, the OG SG one team. So they found out they were getting canceled after the release of 200. Yes, after it played on air. Mm. So this would so have already think been this in the would can. have already been in the can, right? Yeah. It's not like they were like, "Oh shit, we've got to start giving these people some some more screen time." Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why they gave her a second one. So like, we need another Valor episode. What did we do last time? Just do the same thing, kind of again, yeah. <laughs> and mm. make it better. Yeah, <laughs> do it and make it better. <laughs> and if anyone's interested, just for the the trivia nerds out there, um, Memento Mori is Latin or whatever for like. Remember your mortality, or remember you will, or remember you must die. Mm. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah, there was something kind of oh, sweet or peaceful or something about like the idea that she's had this incredible life. Mm. Like it's it's still kind of funny that we this far into this into this show and for everything that happens and all the the bad guys out there and that talk about Earth and 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 us as like one people. Like whenever we think of an alien race, except for the ones that are explicitly in the middle of a civil war or something, we think about a group of people. You know, the Tolan. They are all Tolan. Doesn't matter what country or wherever they come from or whatever. The Gould. You know, okay, there's some infighting, but they're all the one thing. They've all got essentially the same, you know, motives and 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 end goals and whatnot. Whereas us as humans, it's like you come down here, mate. We're all thinking different things. Okay, doesn't matter. You know, depending oh, on what the other we look... side of the river, we're thinking different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you only think about our city, we're at war almost with the other pe- the people yeah. on the other side. Because of... on the other side of the river, they say, "Oh, gee, isn't my cousin attractive?" Yeah, <laughs> south side scum. Hey, how dare you, north side fools! <laughs> right? But well, then you're base side. We'll we'll let it slide. We'll yeah. let it slide. I was like, everyone goes, "You north or south?" I'm like, "I'm east." I'm like, "There is no mm. east." I'm like, "I'm as east as you can get." Any yeah. further. I'm literally in the ocean. There is mate. no so, zool. There yeah. is no zool. Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. You know, everyone talks about us as the Tari and we're we're one people. It's like, no, we've got all this other shit going on and 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 we don't know that the Stargate program exists. Like the world doesn't know. Aliens exist for the most part. Like Oh, did I forget to tell you when I went to Egypt, the Stargate program actually exists. Oh sure, we'll have to talk Not about that at some stage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot yeah. to mention it. Might just do a, yeah, might might do a special bonus episode when we can, <laughs> we can break that down. If I mean if we've got time. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, we'll see what happens if the trust allows us to tell people. So yeah. no one knows anything. So we're still just like such an insular people in the galaxy and that she loses her memory and she just starts working at a bloke's diner and she's had this and led this amazing, incredible life. She was taken over by an alien at one stage and ruled over people and was this evil villain that has come back and blah, 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 blah. But she's walking around and she's this clueless waitress. Yeah. And I don't know, there was something kind of like, you could just go on for the rest of your life and be like this. And you seem like, you kind of know that there's something there, but also you're kind of happy with what you've got. And it's like, yeah. no, there's something, I don't know. I, 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 there was something, there's something just ever so small, something nice about about that. Yeah, I, I think as, as human beings, we often sometimes daydream and go, what would happen, you know, if 
I'd led a different life. What if happened? What if ten years ago, I was in that Gwyneth Paltrow sliding doors movie and did this other thing? Mm. Where would I be now? Mm. And what kind of life would I have led? So oh, yeah, branching I, into the multiverse. Yeah, I think I think that's you know that's relatable for everybody. So mm. yeah, it is it is interesting to think about you know what Vala's life would have been like had it not been her life. Yeah. The the caveat you have to kind of remember with this though, and it's something we've spoke about a lot in Stargate is given that she's not originally from Earth and she lost all her memories, she's still speaking English and, like, American English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, does she know? Is that is that what language they speak wherever she's from? Like, mm. Does her brain reset to, you know? Default mode. Default, yeah. uh, what, uh, what do they call it in Star Wars? Um, basic? basic? Galactic yeah. basic? Yeah. Is, is, that, is, that, is that the default for her? Mm. Well, freedom um, has been spread across the galaxy by now. <laughs> 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 she just she just she just caused like a bald eagle. <laughs> the only thing that I got me it's because it's such a cliche way that these scenes run out where you know um, we see you know Carter and Tilk and and Cam are gonna go or whoever you know they're gonna go out and get um, Vala rescue her, and that's what we see. Okay, the next time when they hey, sorry, officer, whatever the copper's name was, it was interviewing her, who is an actor that I definitely recognise as yes. having gone on and done other stuff. I just had his name up on IMDb. But off, lock, and lock, we lock. never see, see him again. again. And um, they're like, oh, those, her people are here to pick her up. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Here's, here comes Carter, because that's the last scene we saw. In walks somebody else. Hi, I'm Samantha Carter. The, Star- the Stargate Origins Samantha yeah, Carter. Yeah, yeah. The Wish.com Samantha yeah. Carter. And um, they take her away. And then, like, seconds later, you know, the real people show up and go, hey, we're here to pick up. And they're like, you were just here. And that the person that is, like, in this say, in this case, the copper, the police officer, should I say, always believes the second person that rocks up. Because it's always mm. the second, whenever we watch TV and movie, it's always the second people that rock up that are the real people. The mm-hmm. bad guys always beat them to it. And the police officer or whoever it may be always believe the second people that show up and go, no, we're the real ones. They never go, hang on, especially this guy's a copper. He could, like, go... Can you just no? Sorry, can you just come into this room? I'm going to ask you some questions. Like, mm. you just showed up and you're a military officer, and now you show up and you're also a military and officer. And Sam actually rocked up I've without a questions. uniform too. She's yeah, like, I'm a military yeah, officer. Right. Yeah, be like, no, no, thank you. No, the real one just took her away. I'm not giving you any information. You know, like they always he goes, they just left. Go if you if you go now, you can chase them, you can get them. And I'm like, God, you you seem like hey, a real gullible police officer now because you how haven't many believed. Entrances to that building were there. Like, There's a lot. Surely going they didn't. On. They would have passed them in the stairwell or something. Like. It's like that meme from um, uh, Star Wars Episode Three, where it's like the part we don't see is like mm. Obi Wan Kenobi leaving Mustafa, Mustafa yeah, yeah, yeah. with with Padme in pain, and then like passing uh, by the window is the Emperor going to retrieve <laughs> um, Anakin, and they just like look staring at each other out the window <laughs> as they drive by. All right, that's episode 243 of uh, the uh, Get Into Gate podcast here. With us, the Gators. Uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to uh, the uh, Pegasus Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Back to uh, Atlantis. What do we got, Matthew? McKay and Mrs. Miller. Oh, I have oh, heard. I love this episode. Okay, I've heard you guys it. talking about this for a mm-hmm. hot minute. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's because it's McKay. Yep. I don't know the Miss Miller. Or is it Mrs. Miller? Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Mrs. Miller. I don't get the Mrs. Miller reference. Mrs. Or? Miller, no, you will not let him go. Let him go. If it's a queen thing. Oh my god. It's a um, Mrs. Miller may have started her life mm. as Miss McKay. Hmm. He bangs his mum. Twist it twice. Yeah. Oh, twice. <laughs> Otherwise, it was just weird. Um, he went back in time. Went back in time. He's, right. his own, he's his own father. Marty McFly, this yeah. is the situation. That's why, he looks, that's why yeah. he looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
David Hewlett. If you want to, we'd love to have. We you love on. you, David. We'd love to have you on the show. I'm only here temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> the views expressed. Don't sue me. The views expressed are high pitched and do not reflect those of Brennan, Gate Incorporated. Brennan's looking real good right now. <laughs> Get into geek. Get into gate. Get into gate. Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late.